for those of you who listen to the radio, some of y'all might be listening to 97.9 The Box. Well, in the morning, one of their big hosts, J-Mac, he was like, hey, let's be real. He's a funny dude. So like, hey, I got to get him on. He looked buff. He looked funny. I got to get him on the show. So I was listening one morning, and they said that he was like, yeah, I'm on Instagram all the time. I was like, oh, word. Send him a DM, and your boy got him on the show. That's all I'm finna say. Go check out the website. It has everything you need if you want to touch. I mean, get in contact with me. But yeah, without further ado, let's just so hop right in. So who are you? Well, my name is Jay Mack. I'm the Freestyle King. I do a show called Good Morning H-Town. It's an urban show. It's on Urban One, and I truly love it. Awesome. So, so how long have you been doing radio for? Man. A long, long time. Longer than you've been on this earth. Longer than I've been on the earth. At least 20 plus years. 20 plus. So is radio a lot different now than it was back then? It's definitely different from when I first started. You got to remember, when I first started on the morning show, it was in 2000. 2001. Back then, they didn't have Instagram. They didn't have all the social networks that they had. Have now. So being Back then, the radio jock was the superstar. You know, they didn't have all these other options. It was only radio and TV. So now y'all kids, y'all have options. Y'all can get serious radio. And most of the time, if you're young and you're listening to radio, the reason you're listening to radio is because your parents listen to radio and you happen to be in the car with them. Yeah, I, I agree. So I ask this question every interview. I want to get it out the way. But are you a waffle guy or are you a pancake guy? Man, you know what? I love waffles. Everybody no. Uh, I love waffles. Can, can you tell me why so I at least feel justified? Why do I love waffles? I do not know, but I got to have it. I got to have it. That's so funny. But during the week, I eat pancakes. So I guess I'm more of a pancake guy, but waffles on the weekend. Oh, you switch it up. So you a guy of variety. Okay. Right. I like that. So... One time I was talking, I was trying to explain people who you were. I was in the car and I told my mom, I was like, oh, J-Man, he like one of the kings of comedy. He's funny. And my mom was like, right. he ain't no king of comedy. And we were making jokes about it. But Well, you tell your mom that I love what you said and I agree with you. Ah, I appreciate it. I'll let her know. But what, what do you find funny? I want to know what do you think comedy is from someone who's actually funny? What do you think comedy is? Well, see... All the people I might say, you probably don't even know. See, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking all these young kids that are on Instagram. You're thinking they're funny. And although they might do some funny things, the people are, that are funny to me are the Bernie Macs, the Eddie Murphys, the uh, people like that. I think Dave Chappelle makes you think. You know, I'm a thinker. I like to think, you know. I mean, just off the top of your head, silly funny. I can do silly funny, but, you know, deep introspective comedian are the type of comedians I like because I might not get the joke, but man, at least I learned something. So if I say Kevin Hart was funny, would you would you agree with that? You think Kevin Hart funny? Hmm. I think he can be funny. <laughs> he can. Do I think he, do, do I want to go watch the stand up? Probably not. Funny, moving his body, saying stuff, doing that type of funny. Yes, he's funny. I can do that type of funny. Yeah. You get, you get what I'm saying? Come come up with one-liners. I'm good at one-liners. Stuff like that. 
But I think that's the difference between being a real comedian like him and a comedian like you said I was. Because I can't get up on stage. But as long as we're talking, I can come up with witty, quick one-liners or say something quick and witty. Right. Yeah, you're funny. Man, I'd be listening in the morning. I'd be, I'd be cracking up. So do you think anybody can do radio? Like if someone, like, do you think you have to be a particular breed of individual or like, do you think anybody kind of has a shot at it? No, I think, you know what? You got to have passion for what you want to do. Anybody has a shot, but if it's not your passion, you're not going to be the best. To be the best man, you really have to have a passion for it. You got to really love it. Now, being on the radio wasn't my ultimate goal. I was a young kid. My mom is a teacher. My dad was a teacher. My goal was just to be more, have more money than them. <laughs> that was the only goal. I wish I had a, wrote some goals down. So I happened to meet Mad Hatter, and it changed my life. He asked me if I wanted to be in radio. And I was like, yeah, I want to be in radio. I was going to TSU. I called him. And I was like, Mr. Hatter, can I come up there? Mr. Hatter, can I come up there? And one day he allowed me to come up there and it's been 20 plus years. So although I think anybody can do it, I think you have to have a passion for it. It got to be something you truly love because in the beginning, you're not going to make money. You got to sacrifice those days. You got to sacrifice the fun of going to the clubs or hanging out with your friends to be the best at anything. So how do you sleep? Because I know you get up, you get up early to do the morning show and then you got stuff to do at night. When do you sleep? Man, I really don't sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep. I, but you should. I read a book lately and this book was talking about, man, the older you get, if you're not at least sleeping eight hours, you get, you're more prone to get diseases like Alzheimer's and other chronic diseases. So I try to at least get eight hours now, but it's very hard, you know? I at least get four or five at the most because you know what? I get up at three o'clock every morning. Like tonight, I'm going to be out from seven to nine. I don't know what time I'm going to sleep. Right. That's crazy. So, so do you, okay. So you're, you're out and about, and I don't know if you're a McDonald's guy. I'm just going to ask the question. You go up to All your right. local, you go up to your local McDonald's, you walk in, do the people behind the counter be like, and this is in the Houston area. Do they go, is that J-Mac? Like, do people know you like that? Or is it like? Yeah. With 20 years of being on anything and being on the radio, they know me. I mean, and now with social media, people who I thought might not know me, know me. For one example is I was calling my bank. I'll never forget. Yeah. And this was a little bit before social media. This is probably a little bit before 2009. And the lady go, is this J-Mac? <laughs> I'm going, yeah. And, you know, she was in my bank account. So I felt a little way, you know, saying that. Because, you know, people hear my voice and you thought they don't know you, but they know you. Right. Okay. So you're, okay. So then I have, I have one question and it's kind of deep and you may have to think about it. And if you need to skip and come back to it, we can. But this is the part, this question I learned a lot about life and about the person, but say you're on your, your deathbed and you have that one person who's going to follow what you're about to say to a T, like there's no, they're going to follow it to a T. What would that one last piece of advice be that you give to that person? You know what? Do the things that you really want to do. Enjoy your life. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, as you get older or 
you, you work so hard to get to a certain level. In my particular case, I worked all my life. Most of my life, since I was 18, I've been working. And I never got the opportunity to go on too many vacations. You know why? Because to get to a certain level, you have to make sacrifices. And make sure whatever you're sacrificing to get to whatever level you're trying to get, make sure it was worth it. Ooh, that's deep, J-Mac. Okay. <laughs> would, would you say you're a buff dude? Would you say you're strong? Yeah. So you work out a lot? I do work out a lot. What's the max? Um, I really want to know. What's the max on the bench? Oh, man, at least 450. 450? No way. You, 450? Man, let me tell you. I can bench press, and I got videos on my Instagram. It's way down there. I can bench press 225 at least 23 or 24 times. How do you? How do you? Whoa, how do you, how long you been working out for? Like your whole life? Well, yeah, definitely my whole life. But what happens is, man, I think the e easiest way to get to that next level is to have a disciplined body. If you can discipline your body and change your body and have it like you want to, everything else is easy. Everything else is, is easy. I go to the gym when I don't want to go to the gym, man. You know, so if I can transfer, transform my body, I can transform my life. And that's how I live, man. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any type of drugs. I never have. I never been influenced by the crowd. I've always went down my own path. So, yeah. That, man, you're trying to inspire people today. All right, I see you. <laughs> so, so if you, okay, say you see somebody walking down the street and they have on the ugliest outfit you've ever seen. Are you the type to let them keep walking like a clown and you just going to let them figure out for themselves? Or are you going to go up to them and help them and like try to try to get they fit right? Cause you want to help them out. Well, it just depends because if they're not my friend, you don't want to get into anybody's business that doesn't concern you. Because if I see them on the street, who knows what they might do to me. If I say, Hey, you know what? You really look like a clown. But if they're my friend and I really think they look like a clown, I might be like, hey, partner, y'all fit. You might want to change it. We're going to this banquet tonight, and I don't think that's the outfit. But then you got to know your friends because sometimes what we consider ugly, some might consider a piece of art. So it's a double-edged sword with that. Right, and that 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 kind of ties into what I was about to ask you next. There's a lot of negativity out there right now with all the shootings and stuff. And like you said, you could you could probably get shot for saying somebody's fit don't look good. But what do you think is like maybe like the biggest not big? Okay, so what do you think is like a huge problem that you think is like on your mind a lot or that you think about a lot that you're like, man, this is a big problem. Well, it's the crime. Every day it's getting worse. Are we going to get shot going to the movies? Are we going to get shot at the grocery store? Are we going to get shot sitting in our car? I used to like to read in my car. I don't know why, but it was a sacred place for me to read in my truck. But I stopped that because you never know who's going to come up and rob you. Now, if they rob me, they would just be robbing for practice. But you never know. So every day, every night, I'm thinking, do I have to report another death? something stupid it, it seems like the world is just getting crazier and crazier <laughs> and i didn't understand at the particular time and i know you're young so a lot of these things you'll be like mom it's not that bad 
and then you get older and you realize that it is that bad, you know? So a lot of times, you know, we pass over the wisdom or we miss the wisdom of our elders. And then we get to that age and then we understand everything our mom and dad and olders were talking about. Right. So I saw on your Instagram, you posted and the lady was on the balcony and she fell through the bed and she fell down through the through the bed. And I got to ask you, what what's kind of one of the worst injuries you've had? And if so, how'd you get it? Like, do you remember? Well, let me tell you, it's so crazy. I've never been injured. No way. I really get sick in high school. I never missed a day. I never missed a, never missed a day of work due to sickness. You missed a perfect um, attendance? You ain't even, not one day? Never. Wow. I never missed work. Now, in the next couple of months, I'm going to have to take a vacation. But I got so many days. So in the next couple of weeks, I'll be off for the rest of the year. Starting next week, I'll be off every Monday and Friday. Okay. All righty, well. I, I know you're a busy guy. I, I got one more question for you. Go ahead. So, okay, first of all, I want to thank you, first of all, for coming on the show. But I I look up to some people, and, and you were one of them in the morning. I'd be listening to y'all. Y'all be making me crack up. But who is someone that back when you were younger that you looked up to and you were like, man, you're my guy. Like, you looked up to them. Man, you know what? When people always ask me this question, it's so crazy to me. You know, usually people say they looked up to this guy, that guy, this lady. You know what? I always looked up to my mom. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Because my mom was a hard worker. She's probably the reason I get up and go to work and be everybody. Like, we really don't have to probably be to work at the latest 430. But I'm usually at work at like 345. I'm always early and most of the time I stay the latest, but you know what? The passion I have is because my mom, she was always like, James, you gotta be early. Being on time is considered late. You always gotta look your best when you go out. You don't have to have the most expensive clothes, but at least make sure they're neat. Make sure you look like you took some time to think about what you put on, took some time to think about, the conversations you have think some time out to you know help the next generation so everything i ever wanted to be was from my mom and from my dad they always inspired me i mean even when it came to helping the youth my mama always say yeah you can help yourself but what's more important you help others and once you help others they'll multiply and you'll have so many people that if for instance i ever need something it might be that person that I helped 20 years ago. They'll be like, Jay, you might not remember this, but you helped me. You said something that inspired me. You did something for me and you never know. And it's been like that before. I never forget. I was at this club named Metropolis and I let this young kid in. He was 18 years old at the time and him and his friends didn't have the money to pay for it. So I was like, cool. I'll let him in. Three years later, he came back. He was in the NFL and wow. he was like, Hey, Man, you don't might not remember this, but you let me in. If you ever need any tickets to an NFL game, hey, you got it. Wow, people. And I was not looking for something. I just understood that, hey, sometimes young kids don't have it. So when I do stuff, I just do it on my heart because, hey, I always want somebody to look out for me. And 
you know, even during this interview, I think you should push it forward. You know, I always help somebody. That's why I always help somebody. So anybody who asks me, I always try to do it if I can, even though I messed up yesterday and I was late and, you know, I wasn't prepared, but it's very rare. I was just tired. And I say all that to say this. I make some, some mistakes sometimes and sometimes I'm tired, but, you know, overall, the only person that really inspired me was my mom and dad. That's that's inspirational. So this is a part of the show where this is all about you. If you have anybody you want to shout out your socials, any of that, or if you have any questions you want to ask me, because some people ask me questions like why I started and stuff. So this is your time. I'm going to shut up now. This is for you. Okay. So first of all, who are you? All right. So my name is my name is Devin and I go to, to the Katie High School and I'm just really just your average teenager. I'm not doing nothing too crazy. I'm just kind of living day by day, just trying to trying to make it. It's hard. So I'm just trying to do what I can to, to be me and help people out. That's really what I'd be doing. OK, Devin, how old are you? I am 18. I just turned 18 a couple of weeks ago. So I guess I'm in okay. the adult world now. I'm a big boy now. Yeah. OK. Okay, so what is the end goal? You're interviewing people. I see what is the end goal? What are you trying to do with this? So I know that a lot of people in this world are hurting right now. And I know that for me, I'm not very good. I'm not very physically strong. I'm not very, I'm not, I'm not like you, J-Mag. You, you buff. You right. can save someone under a car. I can't right. be doing that. So I was like, well, I'm good speaking wise. And I believe the best form of helping people out that I can do is comedy. So I was like, well, I talk too much, so why not start a podcast? And so my end goal is to be able to make content that people can listen to, and then they go, oh, wow, and they can forget their pain for however long the episode is. And so I know a lot of people don't have an outlet. They don't have anything. They're just sad with nobody to help them. So I'm going to be that guy who they can come listen, get a laugh, and then I interview people because y'all just have so much knowledge. The guests teach me so much. And I had a military vet on the other day and they were like, if I didn't join the military, I would, I would have probably died by now. And it was just like, wow. Like it's so inspirational to me. So that's why I do it to try to bring more laughter to the world. Cause we need it. Okay. You said you want to be a comedian. Yeah. Or, uh, so actually you you're funny. <laughs> I, I do think I'm funny. But I actually want to do kind of what you do is, is be on the radio and stuff. But I didn't quite I never thought I'd take this path. I thought I would be doing something completely different meteorology, something like that. But I kind of want to go that radio path where people tune in. They listen to me do a little show. So I kind of want to be a radio host type thing or keep growing with my show. That's what I would like to do as a professional. OK, well, I think right now you're doing a great thing because now, you know, even with our radio station. They're looking for people like you, podcasts, people who got a platform. So keep working on your podcast, man. Me and this young lady named Jazz, we got our podcast. But podcasts have become the new thing. And so Radio One, Urban One is building podcast studios. And so they will be looking for talent. So you got to just make sure your skills are tight. Keep putting up content every day, every day. You'll be surprised. One day you might have three views and then a year from now, you might put a one video and it goes a million views and it gets a million views. And then everybody go look at all your stuff. That's the hardest thing you got to do is be consistent, be consistent in what you do, man. 
It's going to be days you ain't going to want to record stuff, but you still got to do it. You got to make recording stuff like it ain't nothing. And sometimes you won't always have a guest. You might look at the news and say this. You know what? I want to talk about what I heard on 97.9 The Box today. Just oh, next. <laughs> or anything. You know, the newspaper. What happened at school? What happened in life? What you think every 18-year-old is going through? And you just t- start talking. And then over by that 20th episode, and 30th episode, you have a formula for how you want to do things. And that's how you build it up. And so what episode are you on now? So you will be episode 88. I have around 6,000 listeners about. And I do a bunch of solo episodes. Like I did one about my first kiss being a McDonald's slide. And I did one that Chick-fil-A wasn't God's chicken and Cane's was. And I made a bunch of people mad. So I've been, it'll be a year in November, but I try to say, oh, yeah. I'll try to stay humble, well, man, because people. Well, yeah, it, it, it's courtesy of that. Stay like that. Keep doing and work harder than every anybody think you should. <laughs> Be harder on yourself than anybody else. Harder than your mom. Harder than the critics. Harder than everybody else. Read a lot. You gotta read. Read everything. You can almost ask me about anything. I know little something about anything. Do you have any book recommendations? The Four Agreements. Read that book first. It's a small book. Four okay. Agreements. I want you to look at that and call me when you read it. It's a, and you should read it. it. It takes a day or less, but it's a book I live by. Okay, I'll do that. As soon as I'm done reading it, I'll let you know and we'll talk about it. All right, man. Do you have any other questions for me or you want to shout anybody out or anything else like that? Uh, No, just make sure you listen to J-Mac. Good morning, H-Town. J-Mac Worldwide is my Instagram. Make sure y'all follow me. And that's (laughs) it, man. All right. I appreciate you more than you know, King. All right, man. You have a good day. And hopefully in our future, I'll see you doing it. And I'll be like, man, I mean, when that dude had only 88. Now look at him. He's making way more money than me. I'm old now, but maybe he'll let me on his show. Nah, (laughs) I appreciate you, man. All right, dog. Bye.